Stephen Seth back with you on a Monday edition of Orange Nation as we go to the phone lines to bring on SU's offensive coordinator for the final time this season. Mike Lynch brought to you by Kia of East Syracuse. Coach, congratulations on uh, closing out the year with a 39-30 overtime win over Wake Forest. Uh, I want to start with the quarterback position. Clayton Welch uh, gets the start in place of a, of a banged-up Tommy DeVito. How early in the week did you guys know it was going to be Clayton Welch, and, and did that change the game plan at all for, for you and the coaching staff? Um, we didn't know early in the week. It was something that we worked through the whole uh, the whole week, um, you know, with those guys. And, and uh, you know, Tommy was, you know, working on getting healthy, and, and then, you know, Clay was getting reps. And, and uh, really, we, it didn't change the game plan too much and how, how we planned. We felt like, uh, you know, we, we might have brought uh, Clay's legs into it a little bit more. Um, you know, but as far as the passing game goes, it was going to be play action. It was going to be quick game, um, you know, regardless of who, of who was in there. We we're just going to try to get the ball out of our guys' hands and get it into Taj and Tristan's hands and let them make plays. You know, Coach, now that the season's over, um, can, can you give us a little bit of a better idea? How, how banged up was Tommy the, the last couple weeks of the year? Well, he was, you know, that, that uh, he took a shot in the Louisville game. And, uh, you know, that, that certainly – I think he was okay going into the Louisville game. He took a shot, and that, that, that messed with him a little bit. And then, you know, going into the last game, we just weren't sure, and it was really a game-time decision. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, shoot, Clay took a shot in the game too. I mean, he, and uh, we put Tommy out there, and Tommy was limping around, and then when Clay was good to go, we, you know, we put him back in, which he caught his breath. Mike Lynch joining us here on Orange Nation. And, Coach, uh, again, now that the season is over, we kind of look back on on what developed throughout the course of the year, and we saw this offensive line uh, develop. Started off, you know, struggle struggling. We, we know that. And then these last three games, the offensive line really seemed to improve. Sack numbers were down. Running game really got going. So what was the difference with that unit? We know there were some, some changes made. Carlos Vettorello takes over at center. Uh, Matthew Bergeron was inserted onto that offensive line. They obviously played together for a whole year. What was the, the biggest reason why the, the offensive line really started producing towards the end of the year? Yeah, I think you put – I think uh, just the ability to go out there certainly helped. Um, and, and service had been working with Carlos uh, during the season – you know, and helping him learn the center position. And then when we had the bye week, we were able to insert him in there. And, uh, you know, and then obviously service went out to left tackle and did a good job out there. But ultimately, I think it was just those guys playing, having a chance to play together and get reps. I mean, experience is the best way to become a better player. And they got a lot of it. And I know it wasn't good early. Uh, obviously, it wasn't what we wanted, um, but it certainly improved. And those guys, um, you know, worked really hard. And it's a testament to them and Coach Cav continuing to work through it, continuing to get better, you know, putting in the effort. Uh, nobody, you know, those guys, those guys really came together. And then at the end of the year, you know, you, like you said, the sacks went down. We ran the ball better. And it's very encouraging for where we're heading toward next season. You know, you mentioned next season. Four of those five guys are, are coming back. Four of the five have eligibility remaining. What do you look at that group as as, as you head into the offseason? You know, you look at it uh, as, a, as, a, as a group that that could end up being a very good strength for us, uh, you know, with, with all the experience that they have now. Uh, you know, obviously we'll need somebody else to step up and replace Evan Adams. I believe we have guys in the program that will be ready to do that. And, uh 
it's going to be it's going to be a fun group to work with. Uh, those guys take a lot of pride in their work, and and they're definitely excited uh, for this spring and, and this winter coming up. From an offensive perspective, coach, what's your top priority heading into the off season as you get ready for spring practice? You know, obviously we uh, we like to be able to throw the ball better. Um, you know, and that comes with protection. That comes with routes, timing, experience. Um, you know, so that, that'll be a big emphasis. And then uh, our goal line offense is really disappointing. You know, we get, it's going to be a huge point of emphasis for us. When we get down there, we've got to be able to score touchdowns and not kick field goals. Talking with Mike Lynch here on Orange Nation. He joins us, brought to you by Kia of East Syracuse. And, Coach, uh, you mentioned wanting to pass the ball better. Uh, one guy who was really good, and, and I guess as quietly as you can have a 1,000-yard receiving season, was Tristan Jackson. Um, what what did you see from him his first full season on the field in this program and in this offense that allowed him to be so successful? Thousand yards, eleven touchdowns. Yeah, uh, you know he's uh, he's a very good athlete, really twitchy. Uh, basketball background, um, he's got length. Um, he's really bendy. I mean, he's like Gumby out there. I mean, he can contort his body into positions you haven't seen before. But uh, he's got he's got. A high football IQ. I mean, you can put him on the inside. You can put him on the outside. You can move him around. Um, you guys saw that those last few games we were able to put him inside and create some mismatches um, that led to touchdowns for us. And then, you know, you put him back out on, on the perimeter and he has really good hands, um, you know, has awesome body control and can body up corners. And, uh, you know, he, I'm excited for him for next year. He's going to – him and then – and then him combined with Taj should be really good. And we saw Taj Harris have uh, one of his best games with a seven-catch, 70-yard performance on Saturday against Wake Forest. You said a moment ago, Coach, that, that you know throwing the ball better is going to be a top priority, so that leads us to Tommy DeVito. Uh, seems like he's got the, the skill set necessary to be a, a successful quarterback at this level. What's the biggest thing maybe he needs to work on in the offseason to, to get ready for his you know, redshirt junior campaign? You know, I think just uh, – just the timing with those guys on the edge and, uh, you know, his mechanics, you know, in the pocket um, would be the two things. Just have you, you know, getting together with those guys, throwing on their own. And been with them for a year now. It's it's going to be, uh, you know, they can, they can build on what we did this year and obviously, you know, grow to be better for next year. But I think it's just the timing. It's just getting together with the receivers and spending time and, you know, and again, on their own, working together, and uh, getting their timing down. I think that's going to be big for them. And we've seen it before. I mean, when I was at Eastern Illinois, we had Jimmy Garoppolo, and, you know, we struggled the first two years we had him. And then his junior year, he got a lot better. In his senior year, he was unbelievable. So it's just it's not an easy position to play. It's the hardest position to play in sports. And, um, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to come out and be even better next year. You know, Coach, one guy we talked a lot about last week was Jawar Jordan. He had a, a really good game for you at Louisville. Uh, obviously, if he if he had sat out the game over the weekend, he would preserve the ability to go ahead and redshirt. Um, what went into that decision? How difficult the decision was that to keep him off the field on Saturday? Um, it was a hard decision, but ultimately, at the end of the day, um, you know, we felt like it was going to be best for him, um, you know, for his you know, for his future and uh, wanted to do, we wanted to do best by him. And, uh, and it was hard though. I mean, he's, he's dynamic and he's going to be, he's really special and we're excited for him. He's uh, he can do a lot and he does, he's a lot more powerful 
than he looks. I mean, he's he's a smaller guy, but um, wait till you see. Like he'll break tackles, he'll run people over, and they won't expect it. So we spent the last ten minutes asking you about guys who are coming back next year. I, I do want to get your thoughts on the guys who aren't coming back, the seniors that that were able to, to go out with a win, and I know they wanted to go out with a bowl game, and and that wasn't a possibility going into Saturday. But how proud are you of the effort from the entire team to to send the seniors out with with a win in a game that you know bowl eligibility was off the table? Uh, so proud of them. You know, they it, it just their approach never changed. They continued to come to practice every day. With a great mindset. They, they wanted to work hard. You know, they came in and watched film. Um, you know, that never dipped. You know, and that says a lot about them as people and as, you know, and as a team that, you know, they didn't let the circumstances affect how they prepared for the next opponent. And uh, that's, how, that's how you win football games, and that's, that's how they were able to win. And I'm so happy for those guys. You know, there was a lot of good ones in that group. A lot of guys have played a lot of football here, and uh, we're going to miss them. Well, you've, uh, you've been gracious with your time all season long. Uh, thanks for your insight. Thanks for calling in every week. Uh, good luck in the offseason. Good luck with recruiting. Happy holidays to you and your family, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Happy holidays to you. All right, there he is, Mike Lynch, SU's offensive coordinator. We've got to take our final time out here on the show. We'll wrap things up right after this on ESPN Radio.